Hey guys, Rodney's rant. This rant's going to be about the state of the comic book industry. A few weeks ago, there was a lot of talk about the closing up Marvel Comics, but the idea of that doesn't really make that much sense if you look at it. The last few stories that we've seen, the major blockbusters like Civil War and Infinity Wars are all based on either recent comic book stories or really well-known comic book stories. The one thing that comic books and movies have that are different is comics are a bit more fantastic and over the top than an actual movie. That's where a screenwriter will come in and try to tighten up the story to make it fit into about three hours and also make it a little bit more easier to follow for somebody who may not be a comic book junkie or a comic book head. But the idea that the industry is starting to fail because of multicultural representation or diversity is a fallacy that I think is completely out there. And the fact that the comic book industry is going away, where it is like the incubator for most of the major movies that are coming out now, is just not something I see that's going to happen. Now, with the whole idea of that diversity is the thing that's causing the problem, the only thing that's happened in the last few years that is a little bit different is more people of color, women, and also underrepresented groups are getting a chance to be part of the comic book industry. The main thing that everyone had to deal with before was most of the characters were white male or white and female. There were very few characters of color and those characters were never like the A-listers. They were more set towards to the side and the stories that were being written for them didn't really feel always that authentic. I mean, it was appreciated that you can say that these folks were trying to represent minority groups or black people in the comics, but if you're not familiar with or part of a minority group, sometimes you're gonna get certain things wrong. And it took a while, and it's still not perfect, but it's getting better. A lot more people of color and a lot more women and a lot more folks in the LGBTQ community are now also getting a chance to put their voices out there and be represented. A lot of the older fans who happen to be white males have a problem with, they claim that comics were never political or comics are now changing. They're becoming social justice platforms where before they were just about fun and telling stories. But even if you look back in the 1940s, when you had Superman, and Captain America and the fighting Nazis, how more political can you get where you actually have your superheroes facing the enemy of the country that you live in? Superman consistently fought corruption, corrupt businessmen, mobsters. It's always been in there. Even if you look at the concept of a superhero, it's a political statement just to be that. Most superheroes, a superhero in general is a social justice warrior. They're always trying to even things up or create a fair playing field for everybody in the neighborhoods that they live in. So to say that now that because you have more diverse voices that now everything is a social justice platform or now things have changed to the point where you can't recognize comic books anymore is basically being selective and being a bit deceitful about the truth of comics. You're selecting certain things that you don't like and are trying to say that that's how everything is right now and that's not what's going on. A thing that's also kind of sad is any time that you have a character 
who's a female or who happens to be a person of color or who's of a different ethnicity or religious group. I mean, you'll have critics who are saying that this is what's destroying comics. But there are a few issues that I think have a more dire effect on the U.S. comic industry. Hey, we're going to take a quick break so you can hear about our sponsor. We're back from the break. One is the fact that there is only one distributor to the direct market in the U.S., which is Diamond Comics Distributors. In the 90s, they bought up all of their competitors and now have an effective monopoly in the market. For independent creators or smaller publishers, it is much harder to get onto Diamond because they give special breaks and cater to larger companies such as DC, Marvel, Image, Boom, Dark Horse, Dynamite. So for a person who is trying to get their book listed, they have to pay a much higher buy-in than they had to just 10 years ago. Um, Diamond is effectively the gatekeeper onto what books get out into the market and who gets to see those books. The second issue also came around in the 90s where the collector's craze came into being and the ideas of trying to create rare or special number one issues of comic books began to take hold. So one of the things that seemed to have spawned from that is the concept of a variant cover. The concept is you would create different covers for the same book and then have it put onto the market. These variant covers usually get a lot of promotion, and but what that did take away from were, let's say, new characters or new stories were being produced or created. The advertising dollars were spent more on promoting the variant covers of known properties versus spending it on those books. And then if you actually have a situation where you create a large amount of variant covers, new books and new properties have a tougher time of being seen and gaining a foothold because they don't really have a lot of shelf space and a lot of the advertising dollars are not being spent on them to promote them to get readers interested in them. This also leads to another thing that I personally noticed, but I don't think a lot of people do. A lot of folks that I talk to think that comic books are just for adults, but the reality of it is most of us who are adults right now who are into comics got into comics when we were really young. I personally started reading them a lot when I was around 10 years old. So if you're not catering towards a younger demographic or trying to get younger people interested in the comics, where are the next group of customers coming from? Right now, most of these characters are being made into big franchises or as movies or maybe even TV shows, and that's where some folks are getting to know them. But the idea that you're not trying to grab new readers and you're still trying to tell stories that are more mature or for the mature reader, but yet not coming on the ground floor looking for new younger readers to actually pick up the book, I think is something a lot of the people in the industry are missing. It's one of the reasons I personally, when I'm writing my books or the stories that I'm creating, I keep thinking about it, are these are things that I would like my kids to read. And 
basically this will help generate uh, interest one in reading and hopefully you can create fans that way you want to reach out to a younger demographic because if they gain a love for it while they're young as they get older that love will continue to grow and then as they have their own families they'll also have something that they can share with them which also then creates more readers for you so that's the only thing that when i see a lot of folks in the indie community or in other spaces are only creating or catering towards mature readers it's not really the, it's the most soundest business practice if you really think about it you want the folks when they're young and you want to build a relationship with them so as they get older they're going to always be seeking out your products and the work that you do the whole idea of comic books going away or comic books not being around it just doesn't really make sense right now they are being mined as the incubator for most of the major movies coming out of studios like marvel studios and even dc i don't see that you're gonna throw that away another thing that's actually really cool about comics is they behave like almost a storyboard to give you an idea of what a movie might be like especially when they have iconic shots that will actually be mirrored in movies later a situation with Erica Alexander and her husband Tony Perrier they were trying to put out a sci-fi series called Concrete Pot as an actual live-action sci-fi series starring um, people of color they weren't able to get it produced because the executives in Hollywood were telling them that black people don't like science fiction and black people don't see themselves in the future which is pretty racist but it's literally saying that black people don't enjoy the same things that everybody else enjoys they don't enjoy seeing themselves in other things as black panther has shown the thing that's pretty cool is when they could not get the idea shopped around as a film or a series they changed it into a comic book if you look at the amazing properties that came out of just comic books in the last few years um, there's 300 there's the Sin City movies there's um, the Umbrella Academy and it, the list goes on but the general premise of the comic book industry going away or major companies moving away from producing comics even if they lose money on the comics themselves the fact that they can mine them and then make them into larger properties such as movies which brings them back billions and also allows them to do merchandising and a lot of promotion it makes it worth it the only thing i would love to see in the industry that would be nice to change is if it was a little bit more accessible for people who weren't just major companies but that's why a lot of the work in the indie space is being done online and people are using kickstarters to help promote the books and also using social media to help amplify the message of what their stories or their books might be about well so that was my rant and as i always say keep your eyes your ears your heart and your minds open and thanks for listening and i'll see you next rant Thank you.